say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, just quickly catch my breath a little. I told you I have a large right limit ventricle, which is a... Oh, yeah? King-size pain. Really, but... That's what's called intelligent design. Yeah, because it gets it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, you know. Uh, I was intelligently designed wrong. One, two, three, four. Yeah, we'll take a chance on that. We'll hope science does not let us down. What I will do. I think it's sort of the Murphy's Law approach where everything's going to go wrong, Will. <laughs> I've never said, oh, traffic. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. It took us forever to get here. And that, oh. We thought they'd turn in the engine off, you know, every five minutes or so. No, I was, I was, you know, I was thinking I'm going to turn up about five minutes after everyone's gone home. <laughs> well, we made it worse because I was a, a late, because I didn't know if I had the necessary... Oh, yeah. And then I said to the wife and my boy, you know, we'll find a hotel which was miles out of town because all of them were booked. <laughs> and then I dropped them off and came racing back and the GPS put me the worst oh, in the town. Yeah, yeah. See, so for all your fancy talk of science, you can't trust it. <laughs> now, yeah. now, here we go. Well, we're here at the Skeptics Convention 2012 for the Dumb Down Atheist podcast, and I have, should I say, a man who, well, you are the archetype of, of uh, the sceptical movement. I don't know if I've ever been referred to as an archetype before. Do you, know, do you know how glad that makes me? Because I said to someone, what do I ask James Randi that he hasn't been asked a thousand times before? <laughs> so I'll, I'll fill you in. Here I was, a 16-year-old pimply shy boy, watching the Don Lane show when this when this gentleman came on to expose Mr. Uri Geller you notice I didn't say Uri I like my homework I'm proud of you and I remember this rant from the man I don't know if Dara Stokes is a bad lady or whatever but I can't put up with reason and you can piss off sir and I thought welcome to Australia (laughs) (laughs) yeah Don uh, really blew it, didn't he? He uh, really blew it. Yeah, he really blew up, and uh, I remember that many years after that, when he had retired, uh, they did something to honor him here, and they called me on the telephone <laughs> and asked me if I would uh, appear with them via telephone, and I, I granted that wish, 
And uh, I said to Don something to the effect, well, everything's then settled, Don. Everything is forgiven. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's make peace. And he said, okay, I'll agree to that. And I said, oh, Don, by the way, before I say goodbye, piss off. <laughs> and I hung up the phone on him. He, he was a true believer in Wu, though. Oh, oh yes. No, he believed in um, everything. Yeah, He, he did. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was almost, I think, as bad as, say, Peter Sellers. That bad? Oh, I, well, look, I didn't know the man personally. I, I'm not going to say he wasn't an entertaining guy at times, because he had a Tonight Show, but oh, yeah. Peter Sellers was... You know, he was another one. He was an incredibly talented man, a yes, troubled man. But very, very naive. Oh, but he couldn't go out the front door without, you know, consulting yeah. everything. Oh, he had astrologers and everything oh, working for him. Which which is a shame because I don't know how familiar you were with the BBC Goon Show. Oh, very familiar. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was... Uh, oh, brilliant. Amazing. Oh, yeah. No, but, I'm amazing. He was brilliant. Well, that's true. Yeah, you, you are right. Yeah. Now, now um, let's let me put my glasses on here because... I've heard so many interviews with you, and uh, at first I really thought, what am I going to ask? Now, you realise that, um, that you, know, you, are the, you are the grandfather of this movement, and you have touched so many people, let's say including my son, who I opted out of religion in a state school. Oh, really? Now, I don't know if you're aware of that, but in Victoria, there's mm-hmm. a, a group of evangelists... Mm-hmm who have managed to convince uh, politicians to allow them 30 minutes of unfettered access. I've heard this, yes. Yes. And I have to say that if I go back to that era of seeing you on the Don Lane show as a 16-year-old, that even though it's an indirect thing, well, that's not indirect. You are probably the reason as to why he has opted out. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm proud of that. Because you've shaped so much, and... Even though he probably won't know that because he's only seven, you will be a factor in his life. Well, happy to hear that. Now, you retired from Magic at 60, or Illusion, I should at, at say. At 60. Yes. And then you dedicated your life to skepticism and... That's true. Although I was well into it before that. Right. But I really terminated my public appearances as a magician. Okay. Now, I don't want to get all morbid with you. Um, if... It came to an end today. Would you feel that you've achieved all you've achieved, or do you feel there's a longing of? Oh, there's more? there's always something to do. There's always something more to do. It's a never-ending battle because uh, they they fill up their ranks as soon as you try to empty them, and as soon as you uh, try to cast any any doubt on their their pretensions, mm-hmm. uh, they fight back, and they've got the money to do it, of course. Mm. And uh, so you've got to keep up. It's a, it's a constant battle. I don't know that in the next two generations we can uh, do anything about that. I, I hope that we can, but I, I'm going to say it would take two to four generations in order to really get rid of the, the major woo-woo that bothers us all. And most yeah. of that is religion. Yeah. I, I honestly, sadly, think it's going to take longer. Well, um, because now you see the advent, you know, the rise of the happy clappy church. Oh yes. Um, people throw off the dogma of the old fashioned religion, and then straight away will embrace a new dogma. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Um, yeah. No and, hesitation. And I mean, I think with the human race, two hundred years ago, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago, we sort of needed God because things could be a bit wretched. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's a, it is it is definitely a construct that we we made. Oh yes. To try and soften the blow. Oh yes. Oh yes. And um, I have this argument with my mother, who's a theosophist, and I say, look, it's the ultimate survival skill because you may fall out of the tree and survive. You may jump free of the burning building, but religion's that one thing that when I actually really die, somehow yeah. I'm going to survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a strange thing. People have to have this this belief. It it comforts them. Mm. I, I, I don't need that kind of comfort, but mm. again, I'm a different individual, mm. and I do are too, from anyone else. We're all individuals, and we have our own needs. Mm. And I feel very sadly for these folks. Uh, the only <laughs> the only regret I have is that they haven't got 10 seconds after they died to look around and say, <laughs> there's nothing here. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 if I knew that they would have that, I'd be somewhat more mm. satisfied. Yeah. And it's a shame because you live this whole life sort of considering it wretched yes. for this great promise that no yes. one's ever been able to say, look, he got he got his payoff. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because he never did. And the sad thing is it's, it's uh, you know, it's given to you as a small child. You're, you're frightened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even someone like myself, as I say, we can be as rational as we want to be, but it, it's that thing of the give me the child to a certain age. Yeah. And it's in us. And I, I say to a lot of people who've renounced faith, in my podcast, would you sign your soul to the devil? And some of them say, "Oh, no, I still would feel a bit uncomfortable with that because it's that <laughs> it, it's that fear though that was put in with you." Oh yeah. Even no. though you're damned anyway, so why not sign the damn thing? Yeah, and yeah. so many go, yeah. "Yeah, but I I still would feel something would give me the creeps a bit." And I have to admit that about myself. I oh, don't yeah. like it, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. I do, you know. Well, you know the uh, the people who are currently making all the money in this business are the people who say they can speak with the dead yes. and they're welcomed. They're yeah. welcomed because that seems to be some evidence mm. uh, of, of a future life. Mm. And, and, and they, they dote on that. And, mm. uh, and they I, take awful advantage of sad of course, people. Of course, of course they do. And, and yes. you do get the so-called, you know, quote, genuine psychic because some people have convinced themselves, no, I really do. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. A lot and, of them really believe that mm. what they're doing is the real thing. Mm. And you can't argue with them because that, no. that takes away everything they've got. No. You know, they don't bowl, they don't play bridge, Yes, (laughs) they can't juggle or do magic tricks or anything, but that's what they Mm. they seize upon. Yeah, and and we all have our our fairy tale notion of God. My my wife has a friend in Texas, she's never met, but they converse on the internet. She's a lovely lady, Uh, my wife is too, if you're listening, darling. (laughs) Uh, um, And she sent an email back this morning because my wife said oh Rob's off to the Melbourne Skeptics you know he's an atheist and she said oh I never knew you married an atheist (laughs) oh um, how sad because I couldn't think of my husband being an atheist after all who would I spend my time in heaven with that's true yeah And, (laughs) and I said to my wife well it's funny because your friend is presuming the mind of God. What if there is a heaven yeah, exactly. and then they both get there, but God says, no, you're on one side of heaven and he's got to go the other side because I've got different jobs for both of you. Yes, that's true, yes. And, yes. and so we, we fill in our own fairy tale. And I've not met one person of faith who doesn't do that. Yes, and if, if this God is the one who d- designed intelligent design, mm-hmm. then we've we got to think that he doesn't think too logically. No, that's right, because every, because you wouldn't put the little cord thingy in front of the eye that causes blind spots. You wouldn't leave no. an appendix in somebody. That's true, that's true. And I, uh, two and a half years ago with my in right large 
uh, right ventricle I laid in hospital and my auntie who's a really late convert to Christianity she met a nice guy he's a nice fellow she wasn't churchy before that but she rang and she said you know we're praying for you <laughs> and I said well I might leave it to the doctors <laughs> but do you know my son was only five then um, it was really tempting laying there when a doctor says look we're going to thin your blood and it might give you a, a stroke and you might die it's very tempting when you're laying there to think, well, maybe I should... Uh, yeah, 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 to think. Yeah, and, I, and I, I was listening to Skeptic's Guide to the Universe on my podcast, and I thought, no, dig your heels in and put your faith in sort of science. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got out. I and see. I thought, well, there you go. Better to go to the hospital than to have gone to the church and have them lay hands on me, I think. I don't lay, uh, allow people to lay hands on me un- unless they're... Rich widows. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Oh, yes, Very yes. I, I, I'm all for that. I, I, I spoke to Tori Chrisman. I don't know if you'd remember her. She's a, an, an escapee from Scientology. Oh, yes, yes I do. I do. Yes, indeed. And I asked her... Uh, not for me, thank you. Uh, Mr. Randy, I don't know. No, no. And I asked her, you know, after you come out of something like that, do you still have an element of faith? And she said, well, yes, I do, you know. And I still believe that I put my little psychic antenna up and uh, people communicate with me and then I said well how how do they do it tell me what happens and I found as I questioned her she sort of became very defensive like oh yes and then your name came up and she said just so much like you know these women atheists that Jay, I've met James Rand he's a lovely man but oh, oh goodness me his mind is closed I, I felt she was brave to come on an atheist podcast though and have to defend something that's well not defendable that's so strange to hear because if anything, my mind is wide open mm. to evidence of any kind. Evidence will prove or disprove mm-hmm. the, the matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm always open to the possibility. That's why I make my statements very carefully. Yep. I, I never say this doesn't exist. That, my definition of an atheist, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are two definitions in Webster's Dictionary. Okay, yep. And one says someone who denies the existence of a deity. Yes. That's not me. Because to do that, I would have to know yes. that there is no deed, and I can't know that. That's right. The second one is one that finds no evidence, yes. no satisfying evidence yes. of the existence of a deity. That is certainly me. Yep. I can't prove that unicorns don't exist. That's right. You can't prove it. would it. take the rest no. of my life and several other yes. lifetimes to investigate that hmm. thoroughly. I merely say, I don't see any evidence That's of it. Right. Show me one unicorn, and I'd change my mind. And I say that to my... I have religious guests on the show, and I say that to them, and they go, oh, you just don't... Put, you, you you deny there's a God. I say, well, no, I don't. I just haven't got the evidence. Yeah. If someone gives... Believe me, I'll be on my knees. Just one scintilla. Now, um, what, what would be your greatest regret? Like, what do you think is the one thing you think, damn, I wish I could have moved a cause further? Or Well, I sort any? of think that I would have liked to get to my parents, you know, Oh, they yes. uh, they died uh, very religious and such, and uh, I would have just liked to sit them down and right. talk to them at length. But of course, they wouldn't listen. Yeah, that's the problem. They they simply I, I know my my dad would sit there and just shake his head and yep. say, "Oh, what a pity that you don't understand." Mm. You know, talking to his son because he's supposed to be superior to his son, mm. and uh, that was his assumption all yeah. of his life. Yeah, I get a little bit of that with my mum too, being a theosophist. You see, oh yeah, it's a little bit oh, weird. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you yeah, can, you can. She's she's okay. She's cool. But um, <laughs> now, uh, another question: 
Another question. How do you saw a woman enough? Very, very, very carefully. <laughs> very carefully, yes. Did, did you ever meet Tommy Cooper? I No, I never met Tommy Cooper. That's one of the regrets there that you I go. have. That I never got to meet him. Just like that, just like that. See, so has anyone ever asked you that before? Uh, no, no, ah, no, 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 no. There you go. I feel good. I, I said to my listeners, I said, I, I, you know, I don't think I'm going to ever be. A, I've heard so many interviews with you, and I just think <laughs> they all ask him the same things. Now, how did you. Um, you were on tour with Alice Cooper, yes. and Alice Cooper is quite a devout Christian. Oh, yes, he's a, he's a born again. His, his father actually is a Mormon minister. Oh I didn't know whether you knew that or not. I didn't know he was Mormon. I th- yes. Oh. oh, no. His father is a Mormon minister. Oh, right. And uh, he rejected Mormonism, yeah. <laughs> or moronism, Mor- if you will. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's, a, he's a born-again Christian. I, I just spent some time uh, with Coop. We call yeah. him Coop. We yeah. don't call him Alice. Okay, of course. And uh, I just spent some time with him uh, a couple of months ago, as a matter of fact, and did a long interview with him. It's up on YouTube now. Yep. And... Uh, he didn't didn't ever introduce the subject of religion with uh, me. He knows better. Yes. Because yes. He, he would he would not be communicating with me at that point. Well, I had no idea he was until I saw him in an interview where he actually came out and said that he that he was. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had a an evangelist teacher at my high school, religious school, and she used to say, "You know, uh, Robert." <laughs> she spoke like that. Uh, you know, the man that is Alice Cooper uh, was in a hotel room in wherever it was, you know, some backwater somewhere. He was failing in life and Satan appeared to him and he signed his soul to Satan. And that's why now he's a famous person. And you know, Robert, you do well to stay well away from... And I never realized the whole time that he was he was religious. Oh, no, no, no. Very religious, yeah, yeah. And he's been on many of the, uh, of the popular teenage stations and yep. such preaching this sort of thing mm. and he's he's quite uh, he's consistent about it i must say yeah, he's genuine yeah oh he's genuine he genuinely yeah. believes oh yes no question of that yeah so i i can't fault him on that you yeah. know and just because a fellow's wrong doesn't mean that he's not being honest <laughs> well that's what i say to my religious advisor for my podcast he's an 84 year old man named arthur coma and he has written to every australian publication that's ever been and he's legendary in it and uh I say that just because we don't agree and just because it's an atheist podcast doesn't mean I can't have a religious advisor. Of course, of course, absolutely. Now, what can ordinary... I think he's going to snap you away. Oh, I was going to say... Oh, quickly, very quickly. So We can finish this, Okay. Mr. Randy has said we can finish it, sir. Um... So did you meet Gra- did you meet Groucho Marx? Because Alice no, did- no. I, I never met Groucho Marx. Oh. He, he was a good friend of Alice Cooper. Yeah, he was. And then I and, thought, but I, I never had Coop never introduced me to Groucho Marx, and I regret oh, that. Of I, I would t- I would have loved to have met him. And the one I would have loved more to have met was Harpo. He was quite a deep thinker. Was Harpo? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was a very kind man. He adopted children. He did so much. He oh, was really. A, he was a very calm. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear his, that, yeah. His book, Harpo Speaks, is, is, a, yes. is a wonderful book. Now, yes. one final question, then I'll let you go. I promise. What can ordinary schmoes like me do to really further the cause of rational thinking? And what, What's the thing someone like me can take away? What can I do? I suggest that if you do exactly what you're doing, okay. if you get a hold of, uh, of the right people and you interview them the yep. way you've interviewed me, I think that's a blow for reason. Okay. I encourage you to continue it, sir. Mr. Randy, 
thank you for letting Don Lane throw spoons and tell you to piss off. <laughs> you, you changed my life, you changed my child's life, and I hope you will change his child's life as well. Thank you very much, sir. Shake thank my you, hand. Thank you, Mr. Randy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.